any cast, any time, anywhere. I'm Gaylord, and on this episode we're going to explore 2019. What does it mean to you? Do you have anything that you'd like to share with us? We're here. I'm doing this thing. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Seeing that it is the new year, if you have a resolution, you know, most of the time those are just bullshit. You're going to end up doing it over and over and over. Uh, I found myself, you know, I've tried to quit smoking. I've tried to quit drinking. Oh, my Lord. They just never seem to work out for me. Uh, is it willpower? Probably not, but eh, maybe. I mean, if, if you can if you can go ahead and pull it off and actually stick to it, you know, like, oh, I'm going to exercise every day. Me, eh, sure I could. I guess I do. I clean my house. I take things, you know, out to the garbage. It's, it's an everyday occurrence at my house. I mean, I have kids, so everything I do is a workout. It is literally a workout, so I don't have to make that resolution. If you don't want to drink so much, well, you probably drank every day of the year last year. Probably a good thing to at least slow down. Doesn't mean you got to quit. Nobody likes a quitter. <laughs> well, some people do, I guess. But that's uh, <laughs> your personal belief. Uh, the other one, like I said, you, you got smoking. I've been smoking too many years. Probably going to die from it. I hope not. It, it'd be nice to quit, but I'm not going to make it a New Year's resolution. Uh, <laughs> last time I tried to actually quit, I was on uh, Androgel, which if anyone knows what that is, it is uh, testosterone 1%. And I was on Chantix, which the two really made a, a spooky combination that haunts me still to this day. So, not another resolution that I'm going to make there. Uh, if you didn't get kissed on the new year coming in, you know, I'm sorry for your luck. You know, better not next year. Hey, all you got to do is keep trying. If you keep trying one of these years, you'll get it right. You'll get something right, folks. You'll get it right. You know, <laughs> I did get kissed this year. Uh, it was really a great thing. If I had to actually say that I was going to make any type of resolution this year, it's going to be that I'm going to try to actually stick with and try to get some fish bread. It's really what I want to do. Uh, I've been maintaining cichlid tanks for many, many years. So it's it's something kind of, eh, I'm an aquarist, you know, okay, hobbyist right now. You know, I, I like the vibrant colors. Uh, started a tank. We called it the primary tank. We had yellowfish, bluefish, redfish. <laughs> That's all it really takes. Kids are impressed, you know, and they the fish really, really do have some vibrant colors. Um, however, you know, those are the male fish, the female fish. Eh, they're not so pretty. So we've gotten some bigger tanks. We got a couple of 65 gallons, a 55 gallon. You know, I have a a rescue fish. Uh, I guess you'd call it. It looks like a Jack Dempsey, you know, uh, Texas Cichlid, Rio Grande Cichlid, whatever you want to call them. His name is Rio. He was a rescue fish when we got him. He was really battered up, about nine inches long. Uh, his upper fin was it was great down to the bone. 
and he's recovered quite well over the past two years that I've had him. So we decided to go ahead and get some more fish, and you know, that's what we're trying this year. Uh, between that and the uh, any cast here, I guess we're on well, it's about a half a half a season gone by. Uh, we're just plugging away here, trying to get this get this started. Uh, find out where you're at, who you are, what you want to learn from us. Uh, if you have any topics that you want to discuss, you know, by all means, it's 2019. Let's go for it. Let's get this done. And rolling into this year, now we're going to have to remember next year, next year is 2020. So, it's going to be the only time in your entire lifetime that hindsight is going to come true. So, hopefully you have it figured out. Now, I've lived, what is it, 42, I'll be 43 this year. Great, good for me. Right for everyone else that's 43, if you're older, awesome. If you're younger, hindsight's probably way out of distance for you because you don't have it all figured out yet. Hey, if you do, fucking give me the secret. I want to know. I really do. Hit me up on Buzzsprout or anycastentertainment at gmail.com. So some of the things I have coming up in 2019... For Christmas, I got a nice little 8-channel uh, mixer. So, even though I don't really play any instruments, I can make the chords, I can composite things, and put them all together, and might be able to bring you guys some actual quality songs. Uh, the last one, you know, was a really rough cut. You know, kind of a heartfelt, uh, you know... Fuck you to people that really, you know, I, how you could fabricate such an insane string of lies and just keep it up, just mm, befuddles me. You know, those are people that I, I cut from my life and try to keep from my life, and I honestly thought those people were all out of my life. But, like I said, we still got a whole year before hindsight's twenty twenty. But that's okay. 2018 was a real horrific year. Kind of summed that up in the uh, uh, Lie Asshole episode. That was released uh, last week. This is this week's episode. It's what? January 3rd, 2019. So everybody give us times. That's all you got to do. Stay with us. Keep with us. Tell me what you want to hear. I have some pretty good sound advice. You know, some of it's bullshit. You know, but everybody's got their niche in life. <laughs> so, if I have to find a niche, you know, as a parent, I have five children. And with my wife, you know, she had the uh, partial hysterectomy. So, she's not in uh, that menopause. She still has one ovary. So, yeah, we're doing all right on that. She's a couple years younger than me. By all means, you know, she's not as big of a horn dog as I am, that's for sure. Me, the one thing that I always have to do is like, oh, watch your mouth. It's like, that's kind of what this whole show is about, is not watching your mouth. I mean, there's certain things you don't say. Now, one thing that, you know, hopefully we didn't get Roseanne Bard with our brosode. I think uh, some really, really foul language came out there. It, you know, that wasn't me. You know, it's, it's something, your language, 
and your tone is how it's depicted and that's where you're going to go with your life now if you're not going there with your life you probably shouldn't say the things that you say you know if you hate people that's a really bad thing to do if you hate scenarios eh, it's still a bad thing because hate is a really disgusting word it's only four letters long so is fuck so is you well use are only three letters long but it might as well be four letters long because everybody spells it wrong y-o-u-r yeah that's where i was trying to go with that joke <laughs> you know there's an apostrophe and an e you know, just like the the word who, when do you, you only use that if you're referring to, you know, who, me? <laughs> really, the only time somebody would say who, or should be, you know, you, you, who, what, where, when, why, and where. Those are questions you ask, but presumably it's whom, whom, of whom do you speak? Whom are you speaking of? You know, it, <laughs> I mean, I guess we're going off on a little tangent <laughs> dialect and uh, word correctness. Like, oh, you use I, it's not me. Okay. I'm trying to teach that to my kids right now. It's like, uh, you know, proper English, you know, you put yourself last in a sentence of people. So, this is pretty simple. You know, stupid jokes, kid jokes. Getting back to basics, things that I love, family, life, trying to be happy, you know, the pursuit of happiness. If you like Kid Cudi, listen to it. Listen to it many, many times. It's also in the movie Project X. And we're not talking about the Matthew Broderick Project X where they have monkeys and, you know, not that Project X. The newer Project X where they're... <laughs> If you haven't seen it, you should probably see it. It's a really good movie. A lot of foul language in it. Uh, you know, things like that or where I'm at in life. Try to have fun with your life, folks. Not everything is going to get you in trouble. If it gets you in trouble, there's a line you crossed. A legality line. You know, nowadays, anything can almost get you in trouble. Anything. It's a felony for destruction of state property, and anything is state property. The road, the grass, the streetlights, the sidewalks. You know, walking outside your house is state property. And even your house is state property because you pay taxes on your house. So how do you avoid any destruction? You just have to fall in line. And that's exactly where society's at right now. It's a politically correct crazy fucking place nobody really deserves to be held down to a standard that only millionaires can afford to live by if you don't have a business you don't run a successful business you don't own a bunch of property you know you're the dredge of life you have a job a job just over broke not really working on a career even though you want to try you know you're you're the person that's being targeted now, it's really hard to not say that we're in a cask system like we used to be, but we are, and it's really easy to prove. You see, everybody that was bitching at election time, and, you know, far be it for me, if you voted for Hillary, good for you, she lost, 
Trump won. Move on with your life. You know, had she won, there wouldn't have been protests. There wouldn't have been people out violently in the streets. That just stupid. I mean, really stupid. But these are the people that are <laughs> the ones that are, we're in charge. We want to take life by the balls. It's like, uh, yeah, you kind of went the wrong way. Uh, honestly, you know, in the past week, gas is hitting all-time low. That's that's fuel. Uh, petrol, if you're somewhere else in the world, here in America, our gas is around $1.90 right now. So that's the lowest I've seen it. Hmm. Gosh, I've got to say in at least five years. I think it's been about five years. I think the last time I saw it hit a low was about $1.82. And that would have been 2009. Somewhere along that line. So just think about that. The same people that are bitching are probably really happy that their pocketbooks are a lot heavier now. And... <laughs> We're trying. We're trying in America here to make things better. The only way to get it better is, gosh, I really hate to say it, but it is to build a wall. You know, people will go, oh, that's a really bad idea. It's like, uh, well, if it's a bad idea, why are there so many that are built? I mean, there's legal ways to cross them. But here in America, we do refer to it as the Mexican-American border, uh, separated by... New Mexico, Nevada, California, you know, down there, and it, it should happen. I mean, Mexico, I don't see them really griping over their wall that they built against Guatemala. So, you know, we need a couple billion dollars, what is it, I think uh, $41 billion to start the wall? Hey, hmm. Some of that money, some of those funds, some of those things, I mean, our American vets that are able-bodied could possibly do. I mean, there's all sorts of money-saving ventures. You know, I'm not one that's going to support somebody that isn't vetted. I mean, I was born here. My parents were born here. My grandparents were born here. My great-grandparents were born here. So when somebody comes to me and goes, oh, you're just tasteless, it's like, um... No, <laughs> I'm not tasteless. I actually been here my entire life, and it's all I've known is this area of the world, which is January really cold right now. It's uh, starting to dip, and I've been running around the house trying to find little you know places where I feel air coming in and blocking those up. <laughs> it's it's been fun. It's been fun. I got to tell you that. You know, you feel cold air and go, oh, got to mark that down. You know, because even though they do have that uh, expand foam great stuff, it, it literally the name of it's great stuff, and it is great stuff. Um, but you don't want to waste it. I mean, why don't you start spraying it if you only have like two or three little spaces that you found, and then all of a sudden you go around and you go, oh, man, here's another one. After a couple hours, you're not going to be able to use that again. So, you know, just a money-saving tip there. Find all the find all the nips and all the, the places where it's coming in and uh, fill those up. Use a can, you know, use the whole can. Once you start it, you can't stop it. It's, yeah. 
<laughs> like a can of Pringles, you know, watch you pop and you don't stop. <laughs> oh, fucking Pringles joke. Man, I'm really reaching, folks. But anyhow, that's all right. Hey, who cares? Like I said, I'm getting back to basics. I'm just raising my family, uh, my wife and myself, uh, my three young children, my other two I have with uh, my baby mama. They're adults, so they take care of themselves, and then I got a granddaughter. You know, I, the basic things that you can teach them, and I'm not talking about Baldi's basics, folks. Not talking about Baldi's basics. I'm talking about basics of life. Uh, treat others as you want to be treated. You know, keep it truthful. Keep it mindful. You know, your mouth is who you are. It shouldn't get you in trouble unless you're lying or, you know, doing, doing downright disgusting, nasty things. Uh, <laughs> where else do you go with that? I mean, you, you want everyone to just be safe. Uh, people misconstrue, take things in out of context and run with it and make a whole story out of it. And that, that's neither, you know, that's more of an assumption. So you're assuming that's what happened because that's what you think you heard versus what you probably really heard or what the real situation is. You know, so there you go. More lies. I mean, that's from everyone. Man, I mean, really, like teachers. Teachers, they make enough money. They they really, they get paid for what they do. They're an educator slash babysitter. Now, teachers' aides, they don't get typically paid at all that, that I've known. But... For a job where you're making twenty four, thirty six, forty thousand dollars a year to be a primary to a high school's teacher, and you can still get an unpaid aid, you know, as an unpaid parent of three children, you know that I guess I get a break when they go to school, but I don't get a break because I have to get my children up, I have to get them on the bus, I have to pay for trips, I have to give snacks to school. I have to make sure that I'm home when my children are getting home from school and then be responsible for them getting their homework done, checking their homework, making sure their homework's done on time, projects, paying for project supplies. You know, the list goes on and on and on. So when I hear a teacher's union go, oh, we need more pay. No, you don't. No, you don't. What you need is to quit bitching and teach kids and just teach the kids. Don't pull them aside. Don't treat them individually. <laughs> I, yeah. mm. Getting kind of pissed here because it's, it's a situation that it's just, it's been going on since I was a kid. You know, teachers, they want more. You know, I'd rather just teach my kids at home. I'm a pretty astute person. Myself, I have a you know a decently high IQ, uh, but like I said, it's a break. So when my taxes are paid, your taxes are paid, and everybody's taxes are paid, and the teachers are complaining that they're not making enough money, there goes your property taxes. That's where they're getting their paycheck from. You're going to get higher taxes every time somebody says we're not getting paid enough. You know, tax the rich, tax the top 20%. That's what you need to do. 
that's going to make everybody, you know, you don't want to make so much money, which everybody wants to make as much money as they can. But if you walk on the street and you walk on the average average person in this country and go, what do you want out of life? You know, people go, I want a house. I want a car. I want to not have to worry about losing those two things, having my car break down or having something break in my house and not be able to afford to fix it. So it all boils down to, you know, we want more money. Everybody wants more money. Nobody wants less money. Nobody wants less money. But the people that get less money have a lot more troubles with, A, the law, B, society in general, and C, rich people. Because rich people are the ones, you know, you'd like to go, oh, we don't live in a trickle-down economic system. Yeah, we do. We have, we still do, we will continue to. Uh, we're not <laughs> like Russia used to be, you know, with with their uh, communism. We're not socialist. And we rank, you know, somewhere, what is there, 35, 36 countries that have universal health care. Uh, and we pay our politicians to sit on the Capitol Hill and just bitch about these things. Instead of actually fixing them, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, let's vote for, you know what? Vote for the common man. You know, <laughs> don't vote for a politician that's going for, this is my career builder. Um, you know, looking historically, the, the worst of the worst are the lawyers. And, you know, if you can prove me wrong, you know, great. I don't think you can. But if you can, you know where to get a hold of me. I sure would love to have you on this show because, you know, maybe you can enlighten me as to uh, why. Boy, I guess this is kind of turning into one of those uh, political uh, <laughs> episodes. Uh, I guess let's fucking run with it. Another thing, tax religion. Okay, charitable contributions, tax deductible on your taxes. Tax religion. You're giving it to the church. The church is giving it to the church and giving it back to the people. It, it, and it's kind of similar to what it used to be. I mean, Jesus was a Jew. And his crime was flipping the tables at the synagogue. You know, why would you do that? Why would somebody do that? Because it's one for the church, three for the state, one for the people. So the thing that's actually winning out of all that is the state anyhow. So tax it. That's where it needs to go. You're going to start seeing pews empty. You know, it's not meaning that people don't believe in Jesus, don't believe in God. I mean, if we look at it, what, what is, I couldn't tell you the actual year of the Jewish calendar. I think it's like 5,198. And the year for us is 2019, you know, <laughs> What do you have, uh, Muhammad, uh, the prophet, 622 years behind us, so that'd be 1,400 and, no, 1,398 there. So Islam is celebrating that, Christianity is celebrating this, Judaism is celebrating this. You know, and it's all based on 
stories that you take at face value. I mean, if you've ever read the Bible, then you know... <laughs> what was it? I think uh, Adam and Eve, Adam was, what, 30,000 years old when he died. Uh, <laughs> Moses was 2,000. Job was 480. I mean, the years got shorter and shorter, you know, as, as time elapsed. Because it's like, uh, you know, come on, people. We got to have some sort of reality here, you know. But the reality is, the Bible's a really fucked up book with a lot of incest and a lot of fucking... Everything that religion stands against is in the Bible. I mean, it's all lessons, but the lessons that are in the Bible are like, well, it was okay then, but it's not okay now. It should have never been okay, and it shouldn't have been in mass print. It shouldn't be the best-selling book. A book about pedophilia should not be on the bestseller at all, ever. So, tax religion. It, you know, it basically, you, they're trying to taxation or taxize everything anyhow. If you can make money off it, it's going to get legalized. Okay, we got marijuana. That's that's one reform that's that's coming on this country really hard. It's like okay, there's a lot of money to be made there. Okay, we can't really produce cocaine, so we can't plant coca plants around here and just grow them and make money off that. But if we could. You know, the fucking cartels would be out of business because we would tax it and go, fuck yeah. We kind of do because we have an opioid crisis in this country. People are dying left and right. And you go to the doctor, which is your legal prescription painkiller giver. You know, it's just like when you roll up to your drug dealer's house. Except there's a lot more people there getting drugs because they're giving them out. They're giving them out, folks. Anytime you got an ache, a pain, go to the doctor. They went to college. They spent three, four, five hundred thousand or more dollars to tell you this is what's wrong with you. This is what's going to make you better. Even though it's a brand new trial drug, think about it. Just think about it. Isn't that great? It's a trial drug, folks. You know, stuff that's been around less than 100 years. I mean, 100 years ago, they had cocaine. You, you had everything under the sun in a prescription. A doctor would give you a vibrator if you were a crazy lady 100 years ago. He'd come to your house and vibrate you out. That's what a doctor did. That's what they did. They did house calls. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, what a fucked up world we live in. It, just in the past hundred years, we've had so many advancements and we've learned so much. And the, the take on it is what you say is going to determine how society is going to treat you. The demeanor of how you act. You know, I roll around... And I try to be truthful with people, and I try to tell people how it is. You know, it's this is it's how it is. This is the way things should be. Everything should be taxed. Sure, they're taxing everything. Tax it, tax it, tax it. No, that's why we left fucking England four hundred years ago. 
you know, not 400 years ago. Well, thereabouts, the 1600s, the Mayflower, and if anybody really even learns that in school anymore. <laughs> I mean, come on. And we're right back where we started. And now where do we go? We're a worldwide. There's only one place to go, and it's up and out. That's it. You got one place to go, up and out. And I can't afford to build a spaceship and get the fuck out of here. No, I'm not going to Mars. I'm not going to get picked for that space mission. Somebody else is. Somebody that is able-bodied. You know, I've had a lot go wrong with me. Uh, you know, broken bones. And physicality, my physique is not perfect. So I'm just one of the Denzians in the proud millions and millions upon hundreds of millions of people live at or about where I'm at. You know, you're trying to raise your family, you're trying not to lose things, and you're, you know, trying to find where you belong in life. So here's my stand. You know, like I said uh, a couple episodes ago, this is kind of my vocal bowel movement. This is the shit. This is the shit. And, you know, is it going to come true? It should. We should be right where I've been saying this whole episode. Now it's 2019. And it's probably not going to happen. It should. I mean, why can't we write these laws? The laws have been changed so much. I mean, in the 1920s, we wrote laws about anti-monopolization. And now, we're rewriting those laws so that the government, upon bailout, can take and monopolize on your company. So, you know, those are the new tax laws. You know, your CEO is getting $25 million bonus, but your company is $150 million in the red, what do you think is going to happen? There's going to be somebody appointed. You're going to need a bailout. You know, that's where we're at. That's what needs to not happen. The, the honesty and the truthfulness you're not paying your employees enough. You're overpaying yourself because you're a fucking greedy bastard that just wants a yacht. Everybody wants a yacht. Give all your employees a fucking yacht. You know, oh, 25 employees get a million dollar yacht. Ooh, tax free. Charitable donation. Why not? Oh, because one guy has all the money. So, where do you want to go with that? I mean, you, you can't. You can't get away with it. But the people that control the money get away with it. I mean, out of the entire population, what is there? 7.6 billion people, which 4.5 billion people live in China, and we owe them $3.6 trillion, and we want to put embargoes on direct Chinese import. How long do you think that's going to last before they hit our shores? I, I mean that, that you know some doomsday stuff. Oh yeah, Wolverines. You know, <laughs> there you go, Red Dawn. I mean, it's a possibility. I'd like to not see it in my lifetime. I really would, but that's where we're headed. I mean, it's it's a global crisis. I mean, 
money runs everything, and everything runs off of money. It, there is no real barter system. Uh, it's just the way it is nowadays. You, you want a cup of tea, you need to have money. You want a cup of coffee, you need to have money. You want to eat a hamburger, you need to have money. You, you can't walk up to a place. Uh, even in even in the 70s, it was still, you still had somewhat of a barter. You know, sure, nowadays there's probably still a couple of places that will serve you a burger if you'll do dishes or, you know, stuff like that. But, man, it's really a disappearing art. The barter system is, is gone. It's, it's, it's all a monetary-based system. Nothing you can do is going to net you anything unless you have money or are able to produce money. And the only way to produce money is, you know, labor. Labor, labor, labor. Labor-intensive things will get you money. You know, if you go to school and you spend a lot of money so that people will respect your opinion over an uneducated person, you know, it, it, it makes a little bit of sense. But if you actually sat and you talked to somebody, a quote-unquote uneducated person, like, okay, let's take me for example. I got my GED. You know, <laughs> hey, it wasn't really hard. I took a couple tests, got my GED, went back, got my cake decorating degree, used that for a little while. Yeah, I can, I can decorate a cake like a motherfucker. Hey, cool. You know, I've made my kids' birthday cakes many, many years. A couple of years, I'm like, eh, you know, whatever, we'll just get a cake. But beyond that, you know, I, I did go to school, and I have some I have some debt, roughly $40,000, and didn't complete. I went from the dean's list to dropout because my mom got sick back in 2011 and couldn't attend classes in... There you have it. Tried re-entry a couple of different times. It just, you know, never really got the re-entry. Didn't, didn't get it. Like I said, went from dean's list to dropout. So I don't have my degree. So guess what? I'm one of those uneducated fools that's spent and it has to pay a lot of money back. So everybody gets to go nah, 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 and point their finger at me and go, well, you didn't get your degree. Well, you're right. I had tragedy befall me. So, whatever. Good for you. You got your degree. Tragedy didn't befall you. Awesome. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, I have more education than probably 75% of the nation. You know. So if you don't want to listen to me, cool. If you do want to listen to me, it's probably more along that lines than the latter. It, there's nothing that I'm going to tell you that you probably haven't heard, maybe in different contexts, maybe in different words, you know, happy with it? Yeah. If not, eh, whatever, you know, face value. That's all you can really do until it becomes a reality. And like I said, everything has a dollar value. Everything will, and it will continue to have a dollar value. Our failing monetary system... You know, we still, we have great counterfeit measures, but we're still the highest counterfeit money 
in the world and why we're not even <laughs> we're not even up there anymore <laughs> what is our the dollar is worth 88 cents on Canadian money I think now instead of the opposite way around you know I, I just don't even understand but we try folks so the short point is you know if you want to see this country get better stop going to church stop donating to the church Stop doing the things that you're doing. Go to the store. Buy canned goods. Donate those to your local food pantries. Donate those. Because the food that the food pantries are giving out is subpar food. Subpar food that the churches are getting for pennies on the dollar. And passing to the less fortunate, which is a good thing but it's subpar food it's it's food that you cannot find in the stores it's food that's produced solely for government consumption and it's given by the government to churches to give to the less fortunate so your best bet i don't care how much it is you go clear the shelves out on on clearance items Anything, anything that you can get on clearance items, donate that to your food pantry. Food pantries, if you walk into any food pantry, they typically have bread anytime. Anytime you want bread, you can go to a food pantry. Walk in there, you don't have to sign up for anything, you can get bread. Donate bread. Donate canned goods. Donate, you know, mostly non-perishables. Uh, it's just... It's the way we need to go. Stop going to church. Stop thinking the church is going to do it for you. The church is definitely in the government's back pocket because we don't tax it. That little silence there is just for everybody to understand. Just put it in your own words. If you don't like the words I'm saying, it is what it is. Empty the pews. Empty the pews. Do it yourself. You don't, if you believe in a higher power, you know, there, there's definitely a commonality of many most human beings that you want to be good. And to be good, you need to adhere to some sort of commonality with your fellow man. And that's all it is. It, it's not because you go to church and you give $50 every Sunday. It's not because you donate your time, which is, you know, hey, that's an even better idea. You know, donate your time. Don't go to church. Donate your time to the church, but don't go to church. Don't donate to the church. If the church wants to operate, the church needs to operate without monetary help. They're, they're making out like bandits. And some of the churches... Uh, it, <laughs> oh, I, I, mm, it, just, it just really, really grinds my gears. <laughs> I guess that <laughs> is a quote from uh, Peter Griffin. Uh, you know, it really grinds my gears, folks. Churches, you know, if you don't donate... 
that's fine. So like I said, you, you can get things at the store locally, donate them to the food pantries and have that, those things given out. You know, it, just, oh, it's a real epidemic. Money. Money. 2019. Everybody wants your money. Sure, if you got some to spare, you know, <laughs> you know where I'm at if you like what you're hearing here. Uh, we still do have the uh, contest going, so by the 15th, uh, entries will be reviewed. Uh, family, friends, you know, like I said, it, it's all going to be reviewed. Uh, the t-shirt's going to, to somebody, to a lucky listener. Uh, I'm A, not related to, B, not a friend of, and it's going to make you a friend of the show. I mean, that's that's what that's what it's designed for. It's a giveaway, and it is real. So just write those three words, and all you got to do is send them to anycastentertainment at gmail.com. We'll get those, get those reviewed, uh, call you, find out exactly what your size is, what color you want, and we'll get that out to you. You know, you'd have to allow six to eight weeks shipping. You want to make sure that it's actually uh, comes out the way it's supposed to come out. So, basically what we got this week, like I said, uh, if you've made a New Year's resolution, eh, why? Why? Why make a New Year's resolution? Great if you hold to it. If you don't, I'm not going to blame you. Nobody usually typically does. it. So passe. <laughs> Next year is another year and another another try. You know, mm, Get on the horse. I'm going to go to Zumba class every day this month. Like, uh, this month? Uh, try the whole year. Yeah, no. <laughs> Just playing with you folks. Anyhow, you know, as we get into the year, we're going to do some some real soul searching you know i'd like to really do a lot of jokes i want to hear what you want to hear about that's all i can really tell you if you're not telling me you're just, you're going to get whatever i talk about i really don't like religion uh, that's one thing when i was younger i, I was kind of into it you know and like i said i had a concordia self-study bible i've read the bible front to back a couple different times and really 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 disgusting book really really disgusting book teaches you a lot about uh why you shouldn't practice religion there may be something a higher power but your commonalities of your human being that's what you just you, you fundamentally have to go on that there's nothing else if you're not fundamentally seeking like-minded people or trying to listen to different points of view and you just take it with a grain of salt, folks. That's that's all there really is. So with that, I just want to wish you a happy 2019. Join us next week. Uh, give us a shout out. You know, we're looking for, as I'm just a single host now, possible guest spots. Don't know yet. Don't know yet. Uh, something I have to talk with my financier about. And we'll get back to you next Thursday. Everyone in the world is an asshole except me.